My question is, why make the decision to have the two different girls? Like, I get how they pulled it off. Just to, so just to recap, it's a black and white photo, so you can't see the difference in the color hair. It's used on, it's she, Ellie is used in promotional materials, but does but not she's appear. not on the picture on the disc. Right. And the splash screen, when you load it up, is black and white. Oh. So you don't, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you don't, so you don't immediately see the differences as clearly. Yeah. And I think most people are are shocked when, when, when the girl in the beginning gets killed because you think that... Spoiler alert, also. <laughs> well, I hope anyone watching this... <laughs> we'll put big spoilers on in the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's a gr- Also, I'm pretty sure we're the last people to play this game, but... <laughs> That's also true. The last of us. <laughs> so... It's done. It's done well. Like you're like everything you've told me. It makes a lot of sense on how they performed it. I didn't. Oh my god, I was fucking what when so, it happens. So your question is why? Yeah, like what? So is why do it? they do it? What's the point of it besides being really, really cool? It's to characterize Joel. I mean, okay. it, it 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 gives him. It, it gives it, it not only gives him his motive. Besides, I mean, there's also that it's Tess's dying wish that he, that he takes care of Ellie and tries to get her to the people who might find the cure. But um, it's also, you know, he has this sort of, he constructs this father-daughter relationship with her uh, because he lost his daughter. And it also, um, alternatively, it's the reason why you pick up with him 20 years later and he's done all these terrible things. He's killed all these innocent people. He lives. Uh, he lives without any hope. Um, yeah, he's he's completely pessimistic. And so, is the gameplay aided by having the little girl with you the entire time? That's the question. Is the gameplay aided? Mm-hmm. It does affect the gameplay later. In, mm. in places you haven't gotten to yet. That's kind of a spoiler, okay. but... Well, uh, yeah. it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I, I can assume what that might mean, but, like, I have, I have no idea, actually. The function... Her function is not gameplay at all. That's only a secondary thing. Her function is not gameplay. Her function is the story. Her so function is that she... Dri- both these girls drive Joel's character arc. Mm. He starts up... Um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was actually something Kurt Vonnegut did, graphing the progress of stories, drawing a character's happiness over time as a line, like a line graph. And you think about Joel, he starts really happy at the top. You know, he's, you know he has his family. Or he's Presumably, really yeah. happy. But, you know, like he's relatively happy. He's probably very content. But the point is, he falls to rock bottom in the first ten minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And that is just... It's just to get him to fall to rock bottom so that for the rest of the game he can make this slow, struggling ascent back into being a good human being. And we get hints from his past that he was not, he was a terrible human being. Like, he's, he, well, only, that he was a hunter at some points. Only since, was, only in the past 20 years. Not before his big yeah, moment after, of contentness in the beginning. After his demise, 
Um, he really, it's just he sunk to rock bottom. Yeah, really. he sunk to rock bottom. Mm. So it helps his characterization. I'm thinking because if Ellie's not important, then why even have her around? She's essential to the plot, too. It's not just to characterize Joel. She's also the, I mean, she's also the driving force behind all of the plot. Everything that, everything that you see that happens, I mean, post the exposition at the beginning, everything you see that happens happens because of her. But as far as the gameplay goes, it seems like Ellie without can... her, there's no game. Well, I my only contention with that is, and this is because I say without the story, there's no game. In this case, well, so bear with me, right? Bear, bear with me for one <laughs> second. Why can't Ellie be replaced by a vaccine in a bottle, and just have Mr. Joel be the only character in the game? People wouldn't care about the story nearly as much. Because but, it's not human. But it is human. It's just a different human. Mechanically, it's the same. Zoe does a... Uh, Zoe. Ellie does a couple of things in the game mechanically, but only a couple of things. Um, yeah. So if you replaced her with Joel carrying a vaccine in a backpack that he does have, then the game doesn't... The gameplay does not change. I agree that the story is more interesting when it's a little girl with the guy forming a relationship in the comic books, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't aid the mechanics of the game at all. And this, and this is a very story-driven game, clearly, based on the graphics, the cutscenes. I mean, the graphics are beautiful. So story was an intricate part of the plot. The plot is story. It's yeah, plot of story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just using them synonymously. So, coming back to the point about the beginning setting. So, now we, so we have a story that we want to tell with the guy and the girl. So, why change the little girl in the beginning? What made, who came up with that idea and why? That's what I want to figure out. Um, I, 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 like, what do you mean by that question? Well, I'm trying, so I'm replacing Zoe, uh, Ellie. I'm you gotta fix this. I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm replacing Ellie with his daughter. And let's play through the game with his daughter. What kind of character is Joel now? He's very protective. He's much more content. He's a lot less gruff. He's still capable. He has a lot less drama. It's he has a lot, lot less. He has a lot less internal conflict. Mm -hmm. Because he's not. Think about the. Think about how boring of a character that is. He's just a dad, running through protecting his daughter, saving the world. That's so boring. Like. <laughs> so you have. So you have to take the daughter away in the beginning, but, but maybe it was done to hide the fact. Maybe they put, they had her die in the beginning and had a girl come back later in order to hide the fact from the public after the game was released that the girl dies in the beginning. Because I agree, because I'm, I'm agreeing with your point that it makes a more interesting character, but then why bring one back in? Because then the game, hmm. No, it's, I mean, I don't want to be too much of a devil's advocate because it is an interesting choice. 
But yeah, so I just want to clarify that quickly. Would you have done it differently? Or do you like the way they did it and were just investigating like what the motive I think, was? I think that? my problem is that they did it and that was the most interesting part of the game. Like they started like they started this really cool thing. And it hasn't so far, like I've played maybe 30% of the game so far, um, that first decision has not really affected my playing of the game. Has it affected the story? Sure. Not as much as the zombie apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse has been much more the effector of the story because they're the things I'm poking around the corners for and shooting. The, the, the girl character would have been much more intricate in the gameplay if I was actually protecting her, then that would have created a whole new dimension and made that beginning event much more relevant. But it's specific to this game that I'm not actually protecting her. Yeah, zombies bite her every now and then. She gets health back automatically. Like, I really have no problems protecting her. This is really a one-player game as a one player. I, there's no other character I'm worried about, really. If you don't talk gameplay mechanics, though, think about what the mechanics of this game would look like if you had to look out for her and protect her, in addition to all this crap that you're doing. They'd have to, it, it, it wouldn't be possible, it'd be too much. So they'd have to take away from some of the stuff you're doing to add in the factor of you having to protect her. Which makes me believe that those were in the game and later taken out, and they just kept the story. I have a theory that this game started with, um, like, early in development or design or whatever you want to call it, as a game where she could get spotted and could get attacked on sight and would die much more easily, and you had to give her med packs, kind of like Left for Dead. I bet the game started like that, but as they tested that, they decided that the gameplay was too difficult or too distracting and it wasn't a fun game and instead turned it into this one single-minded mechanic base, but kept all the story points from the original idea, which was protecting this little girl that meant so much to you. That wasn't even your little girl, but that almost made it more important. Now, that's an interesting story for all these reasons, but what I'm left with is a game that has two, that has a mechanical goal different from its... Uh, story goal and that's a choice I would much rather see those intertwined I would much rather one aid the other uh, but at the moment the most aid the mechanics give to the story are like the comic books we should have this conversation after you finish it because the, the mechanics of the game haven't flatlined I know it feels like that Okay. but there are a few things that are going to turn it on its head and there are a few scenes that you're just going to play completely differently. Okay, fine. Like, I know that it's a lot of, like, running through and cover-based combat and stuff like that, and you're just fighting from point A to point B, and you collect the items to go from point A to point B. We've had a couple of big chapters like that, and there is a lot of that. I'm not going to lie, that's most of the game. Mm -hmm. But there are also things to come that are completely different from that. Okay. To which I'll only say... I to have, which mm -hmm. she has, sorry to cut you off, but that mm -hmm. she has a greater function. Right, right, right. You might have mentioned that earlier. There yeah. is a time where she will be needed uh, for a functional reason for Joel's survival. Okay. To, so I'll, the only thing I'll say to that is 
I played this game. This is the first game we played today, right? Yeah, because this is our second session of playing last. The last okay, session. sure. I forget now. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely our second session, and I think we. I think I put. Let's say at least, even like let's say definitely at least four hours into this game. Definitely, definitely yeah. at least yeah, four yeah, hours yeah. into this game. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so it's fine that I haven't seen all the mechanics yet, but I'm still waiting for that payoff where the mechanics are really. Or the flavor is driving the mechanics. That hasn't happened yet. That, you know what? I take that back. That happened once. There was one part of the game where I think there was a high point. And it was actually a lot of fun to play. It was very exciting. Um, when I was pushing the car with Bill and Ellie was driving, that was actually the most... Like, Ellie was getting attacked, and it was very drama-centric, and she was working together with us. And she was a 12-year-old or 14-year-old driving a car. Like, that was a lot of drama intertwined perfectly with the gameplay in that moment. That was actually very flavorful and very mechanically intertwined. I loved that. But that was the only point where I really felt a true, true marriage between the two. I agree with you. So Yeah, no, no, that's right. And there will be moments like that to come, but that's not the entire game. So you're arguing that that moment... Should be the entire game. I mean, I'm arguing that... Like, not not that mechanic, but like that kind of style, that kind of intertwining between these yeah, yeah, characters the, in the interactions in the core of the mechanic should be kept throughout the entire, you know, let's say 60-hour game. Right. When I'm playing a game called The Last of Us, I'm expecting us to work together because we can, because there's no one else we can rely on. And at the moment, I'm literally taking people down with my fists. I mean, I'm soloing people with my fists right now. And okay. that and that is very much God of War-esque, even. I know you like to think of the mechanics as, like, in the story as kind of separate thing, but you got to bring it back together, especially because he won't let her have a gun. She wants to have a gun. She wants to be part of this and mm -hmm. helping, and she wants to be helping more, and he's not letting her. He's saying no. I'm protecting you, and this is part of his character and part of the story that has a that is a predominant influence over the mechanic that you're experiencing. You're experiencing this like solo experience on your own, because that's what his character is experiencing. He's not letting her get involved in that sense. I would agree with you, only if I felt the repercussions of not giving her a gun. But not giving her a gun doesn't actually change the game at all. I know you say it's a soloistic experience, but like you said, bringing it back to the story, this girl means a lot to him. They made sure to set that up in the beginning. And that doesn't come through if it's a soloistic experience. And I love the point that you brought up about he specifically says he doesn't want to give her a gun, which is great, but it doesn't mean anything mechanically because I'm not feeling the repercussions of that story plot, which there are clear repercussions of that story plot. Why? Well, well, what do you expect them to do? I mean... Well, I would expect... If you were to do it differently, how would you incorporate these repercussions? You still have to be able to complete the game. Here's, so here's my fear. This is how I would do it differently, and this is what I'm afraid of. I would make her able to be spotted, and I would make her able to be attacked upon being spotted. Like I said, I feel like they started with this and found it wasn't successful. But my biggest fear is that this game's popularity 
is driven solely on the first five minutes and then now I need to be clear I don't hate this game this is an above average game the mechanics are very strong so you have this really cool plot point and then the mechanics are solid it's very similar to a lot of other survival horror survival horror games and it's very successful for those two reasons and I don't think those two reasons are good enough to make it as successful as people say it is now you say the I'm game evolves. I'm finding it so difficult to discuss this because you haven't finished it. Right, and there's a lot more right. I haven't discovered yet. Yes, and that's why I, you know, so you think there should be more repercussions for his choice to not let her help? According from what I'm seeing, there should be. From what I've seen so far, based on how the game is designed and how the plot has been presented, she should be more integral to the mechanics. Why? Because she's such an intricate part of the plot. She is a lot of the personality in the cutscenes. And she's she's personality while I'm playing, but a lot of times she gets in my way. And like is actually not is actually hurting me mechanically. But there's parts later, this is but you're struggling because there's parts I'm, later. I'm struggling because she actually you don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me because I, I, I'm going to assume that the game changes and gives me exactly what I'm asking for. And I see now I'm building it up too much. You're going to say, oh, you thought, yeah, I well, thought it was going to be this huge thing. And my, it's, my only thing is it's, <clears throat> it's, ta it's taken me a while so far. It's a given that you have to invest time in it, though. Right. You can't expect instant gratification from a story arc. Right, uh, right. This is true, um, but time shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't have a long amount of time to build this attachment just by simply, you know, starting the clock and waiting for it, which is what gameplay can feel like very easily. So I'm, you're so okay. So that so the, is the core of your argument that. That you don't believe the attachment between Joel and Ellie because it's not worked into the mechanic enough. I believe the attach. If this were a movie, it wouldn't be questioned. It'd be a great movie. I see all these things. Their attachment is totally believable. But I'm not getting it. Like, I'd, I'd probably be more if I were. If it was more in the mechanics of the gameplay constantly. Because she's always okay. with me. It's the last of us. Like this, again, they probably they probably changed it because it sounds like a very difficult thing to do. But, you know, then, it's, then the mechanics know, are playing a different no, game. See, now I'm believing that less. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think that they changed it. Okay. Because if they, if you go in to this, you know, like the first chapter that they're actually doing things together and they're working together perfectly and it's this the fact that she can do more than he's letting her do adds to the drama it adds conflict it adds to the story mm -hmm. is the other thing if they're working together right from the start again there's no drama there's nowhere to go if you're trying to make a game that's a certain number of hours and a certain number of chapters and you're trying to build a story arc into that you can't have them working together perfectly from the beginning or even from halfway through the game because you still got half the game left. So what if she... What if you could give her meds? What if she could level up 
in this game? What if you started out not working together at all, and all that happened was she would get in your way, and you had to like protect her constantly, but then over time, she got better at handling herself. She was more capable of helping you. Maybe in a, maybe even like 10 saying. hours into the game, she can even pull you up where like she couldn't do that earlier. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then you can add things like that where places you couldn't get to early in the game, now you can because both of you have grown together as a team and now there's more places accessible. I see what you're saying exactly. Still a less interesting story. Because think about, remember I was talking about drawing the lines of the characters, their progression through the story. Mm-hmm. The story you just described is a straight line. This story is a lot more interesting. Okay. If they progress together and they upgrade and level up together, you're talking a straight up even slope right to the end. Uh, the only I'm only gonna the, the only reason the only thing I'm gonna say about that is I'm speaking very quickly. I just wrote a story off the top of my head. Obviously, there's plenty of room for movement, but generally, like even in this game, there is a movement up right on average right that's what i'm talking about like obviously i wouldn't design it as like we're gaining 10 levels every 10 minutes if you want me to design a game with all those intricacies that you want give me like you know 24 years and i'll eventually be able to game design and do that but i'm not you so if you can okay so you're saying you can get to the same goal either way so yeah it's just so then what's the point what do you mean, what's the point? We just said you can get to the same interesting story either way. So, well, again, what's the point? Uh, no, no, not the same interesting story. A more interesting story. And m- better told because the mechanics tell the story as well as cutscenes. I will say one of my complaints with this game is that there's a few interesting bits that have happened that I don't get to control. And that's, a, and that's my problem with a lot of video games recently, and I don't feel like people yes. share this opinion, but there's a lot of times where a cutscene's doing something really cool, and that's when I get turned off. Because this game, because I think to myself, boy, I would love this game if I did that. Like, this game would be amazing. Clearly my character can, so why can't I be the one doing that? This, this has done it on a couple of occasions. Again, this game has not offended me a lot too many times, but it has these little offenses, and it's all coming out here and there between the cutscenes and the marriage of the mechanics and gameplay. But even then, there was the part where I said we are going to scavenge for car parts, and I was worried about that. That turned out to be my favorite part of the game, like I said earlier, pushing the car at the end. That was like the most climactic part of the game. And that was the same part of the game with the fun boss battle. So that worked out great for me. But again, that was also the best marriage between mechanics and uh, plot. Level up systems are great for doing this because you're really built, you're really, it's like raising a child. You're investing time and energy into growing. And then they reach a point of strength or growth because of your actions and you get to see your product all you're getting that in this game but only through the plot i'm growing as a singular person so you're right so your ideal is that you want to be able to play both characters in some capacity if they are if the plot if the story of the game 
is that they grow deeper a deeper connection for each other then how so how do you present that in your gameplay and like you said it changes later maybe they answer that question later but the gameplay is about me evolving myself and Ellie just getting in my way like stupid AI does in a lot of games because that has happened the AI has been very good but yeah but it does get in the way sometimes still gets in my way so I'll kind of ask the same question again. Okay. So you would like to be able to play both characters in some capacity. Even if you're not controlling both characters, if you could, say, upgrade Ellie or, like, if control her stats somehow or make choices about how... How the relationship changes. Yeah. I think, yes, if I were to change the mechanics, those are examples of what I would do. Or okay. I would change the plot. Okay. Like, something this, needs to adapt to the other. This is where your intention is different from theirs, and this is what I mean. Interesting. Okay. They, they intend to tell a story from a singular perspective. Okay. You want, you're looking for a more omniscient kind of perspective on the story. Mm. They're looking for a very, from, this is this guy's perspective. This is everything happening from this guy's perspective. And... And I, I might be spoiling it by saying, then this is this story from this guy's perspective. Okay. This is this story from this guy's perspective. Mm -hmm. They don't, you don't have control, or it's not about having control. You don't have the perspective of, from all the different characters because they want you to have a narrow view. They want you to be singular because they'll eventually, that'll change. I see what you're saying. Um... I'm not saying I want an omniscient view. I want a narrow view of I so I want I want the point of view of Joel with Ellie in my view. Right now I'm point of view of Joel working on Joel. I think that's what they're looking for. Yeah, but I don't but not but they're not achieving that with the gameplay. They're achieving it with the plot. I like Ellie as a character because of the plot. Because of her teenager interactions, because of her whistling, that doesn't actually affect gameplay, but it's all interesting. But it's those are all plot and flavor and. But they are doing it with the gameplay because you're only playing as him. You can't play as her. You you we were just talking about how you can't, how she's not useful mechanically. This is intentional because this because you're just you're you're focusing on his perspective right now. Mm -hmm. But where is she in my perspective? Like, I need, I want to see Ellie through the lens of Joel in both plot and mechanics. So how do they, how do we see Ellie through the lens of Joel? I think you in, are. In the mechanics. Yeah, that she sometimes gets in the way, but she okay. sometimes is for a lovable person. Well, lovable person is not Okay, mechanics. fine, story, mechanic. She sometimes gets in the way, and mm -hmm. she's often just there. Mm-hmm. Mechanically, and then she throws. She does throw a bottle. Every once in a while, she throws a bottle in his that face. That is true. Every once in a while, she gets in the truck and they push. Mechanically, this is how he sees her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that your argument is including the fact that she literally gets in my way. Yeah. Uh, because I can't argue against. Because that. that was one of your pieces of evidence. No, it's well, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because that doesn't seem like a choice by the designers. But to say it aids the mechanics of their relationship, I could, I could accept. Uh, I could. Accept I it. might be rationalizing, but I think that 
I would put faith in these designers that they considered that. Um, maybe. I, I don't have a lot of faith in designers usually. Um, but then again, I don't know a lot, so I can't really say. Um, and I think the problem is, even if they did think of it, it's such a commonplace problem in a lot of video games, and it's never intentional in any of them. Like, it'd be surprising to anyone that it was intentional in this game, because it's set up just like every other game is unintentional. So I have to assume that it was unintentional in this game as well. I wouldn't say that they intentionally made her get in the... That, like, that's not something they programmed, but I think it's something they knew would happen. Here's a great example. If it was intentional, then they should have pointed it out whenever it happens by using things that they already do. Like, there's a moment... I remember playing the game, and I can run into Ellie, and she gets out of my way. Just like, she like backs up and she has like this clear motion that I bumped into her. Which is their great attention to detail with how the characters interact with their environment. But if they were going to make it clear that that was part of the problem, then Ellie should say something like, sorry, or excuse me. Or make it very clear that I'm sorry I'm in your way. Making it very clear that that was intentional and actually aids their relationship. No, that'd be, that'd be, that, would, that would seem ham-handed though. It would be too obvious. Like, imagine if imagine if she had a little clip, if she had a little clip of, uh, like, a line or a dialogue every time you bumped into her. Or or if she said, like, like I'll, or, like, I'll try to stay out of your way. Or if she had a line, or, like, sorry, I'm in your way. That would just seem, that would seem hammy in comparison. Yeah, because they, can, they can't ever repeat the dialogue because they've never done that so far in the game, and that would ruin the experience because the yeah. experience is very real. But... You know, I, I, if they, if, if miraculously, let's say they could have a different dialogue for every single time she did that, then I think that would make it very clear to me that mechanically, like, I would feel so much for this little girl that I'm not letting her do anything, therefore she can't do anything, she can only get in my way, and even then she's doing the best she can by throwing bottles at people, but without that, her getting in the way... Like, it doesn't make me feel bad for her. It just makes me hate the AI. doesn't make me hate Ellie. It makes me hate the computer. And in that moment, I see her as a program instead of a person, which is something this game does very well, making you see realistic people. But bumping into the AI breaks from that very easily. You know, it's the, the, the core of my argument is not that it's this intentional thing that they built in. That's just one example of of what I'm saying, that right. they're trying right, to, right, right. you know, that they build more conflict with each other. And also, and you, you also, you can't have her looking like a weak character too, because she's not a weak character. She is in the capacity that she's a 14-year-old girl, but right. beyond that, she's not. And so they mm. don't want to make, and so they wouldn't want to make her mechanically any more helpless than she already is because i think they strike a fine balance between the limits of what she can do and the limits of what she's allowed to do and um and 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 story-wise the 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 spirit her, her spirit versus her age and, and what she is and the situation she's in then what if this did you see Avengers Age of Ultron? 
Uh, I saw it once. You saw Age of Ultron? I saw it, yeah. Okay. There's a great, great line in the movie that exemplifies what I look for in this type of storytelling, which is not being ashamed of any aspect of your story. Ant-Man does this. Even Ant-Man's not even out yet, but in one of the trailers, he comes, he goes up to someone and he says, my name's Ant-Man. And the other guy's like, really? Ant-Man? Like, that's your name? And the guy who's Ant-Man says, like, yeah, it wasn't my idea. That's in the movie. Like, yes, Ant-Man is a stupid name, but they're not going to ignore it and try and play it off as if it is cool. Like, the Batman movies do this. There's a man running around dressed like a bat. It's not often addressed, but it is, and they get a pass for it because they address it enough. But Marvel does a great job of addressing the stupidity of their comic books when it comes out, when it's relevant. Like Captain America, the spangly outfit. He doesn't even want to wear it, but it works out, turns into a symbol. They justify it. Um, the not letting Ellie use a gun bit is something that is being ignored by the gameplay, which is why I have a problem with it. And what if the fix were like you were talking about her strength as a character, what if she could interact, could be spotted, could all these things, but could also hold her own? What if she, what if you didn't actually have to help her every time she got caught because she could actually handle herself, even if, even without a gun? What, like, I can beat zombies up with my fists and kill them. What if she could at least hold them off? The crux of their pseudo-father-daughter relationship they have is that she talks strong, but she's ultimately completely dependent on him. She can't be independent, or else the, it's a different relationship. Well, that definitely doesn't come through in the mechanics, because she's not dependent on me during the game. Yeah, she is. Mm, not a lot. She is. She, if, if the zombies come up to her and they start attacking her, she gets eaten. That's it. Uh, well, it's, first of all, it's not that quick. Like, it would, it would help even if she just had a smaller health bar and didn't get her health But back. she can't fight off a single zombie. That is true. I just, my argument you is... You compare her to, compare her to Tess, compare her to Bill. They can actually fight off zombies. Right. Well, they can she, kill zombies. They can kill zombies. They, they can fight off and kill zombies. You know, she can't be them. She's a she's diff, she's in a completely different sphere from them. And I agree. That's why I'm not saying she should be able to wield a gun effectively or be able to beat up zombies or even able to kill them. Just fight them all. Just push them back. Just throw bottles at them when they attack her. Just something to like give her some defense. But to kind of, so just strike it's striking the balance. Uh, it's called it's, they're just basically dials. You're figuring out where the numbers lie on how strong should the zombies be, how strong should Ellie be, and you're kind of adjusting the numbers. And I my argument is that they just adjusted the numbers to a point that if they did it differently, the mechanics would have aided the story, and we would and we'd be having a different conversation. I'm sure we'd be talking about it. But it would be a different conversation if they somehow managed to give Ellie as much protection as a 14-year-old girl can have in a zombie apocalypse, like realistically. And this game, she doesn't get spotted by zombies, they spot you. 
she can take a lot of hits and then regain all of her health very quickly, which is very different from you also. Like you're you're playing a very you're playing a human character and she's playing like a demigod mechanically, which makes me not so invested to protect her. But there's a difference between what's keeping her from getting attacked and when she's attacked, what happens? When she's attacked, what happens? I don't think that they should change that. I think that's pretty accurate. She can hold them off for a little while, but eventually she'll succumb to them. Yeah. So so your issue with the mechanics, with her, with their relationship, how the mechanics feed their relationship, is that she can't get spotted by them. It is a problem. I mean, you learn, you learn to adapt. Like you, It's just like you adapting to trees not falling in Minecraft when you take out the bottom block. First time you see it, it's crazy. But you get used to it after a while, yeah. Was that a bad metaphor? I think, no, it was a good metaphor. I'm just thinking because we talked about AI not being smart enough. And they're also working with this technology. And at the same time, like we've already been here, but let's try to hit this from a different angle. Imagine if, if the two of you did get spotted when she was spotted. Mm-hmm. Then you're... Then the sneaking mechanic, a very important mechanic to the game, mm-hmm. would be entirely would not be in your control as the player. It would be in the AI's control. Because the AI would have agency over determining when you're spotted and when you're not. That take uh, that takes away your agency as a player. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's it's that's common. definitely not a good thing. Well, it's difficult, that's for sure, because it's almost a random thing. It's a variance that you can't control. And if the AI was sort of. smart enough to sneak as well as a player could sneak, then they could do that. It's not. We know it's not because we've seen the stupid stuff that the AI does. It'll run out right in front of the, mm. you know, like right in front of the enemies. And like if that was a trigger, you wouldn't be able to get anywhere. Yeah, it is interesting because not only is she not only is she not very well spotted. But she's literally unspottable, which is interesting. So I'm going to argue for the game for a second and say something else that I look for in any product like this is conviction. Like, if you're going to make a choice, you do it all the way. And they certainly did that with Ellie's ability to be spotted. Like, it doesn't quite work, so we're going to take away a little bit. No, it doesn't quite work, so we're getting rid of it. That's what they did, and that's respectable uh, conviction. Um, it is interesting because I also because that's also a mechanical choice, and mechanical choices should always trump flavor. Ideally, they're perfectly married, but it's a probably a smart mechanical choice because of the power that it takes away from the player would probably just be frustrating gameplay. Yeah, because we're not talking about mechanics versus flavor. We're talking about mechanics versus mechanics. If she could, right. for that reason, if she could get spotted, the game's broken. <laughs> like that's well, not necessarily broken, but it's ima- mostly broken. Well, I could easily imagine it being frustrating. Yes. So I think I think I'm starting, and I'm also discovering my point of view of this game again. Uh, not again, but this is the first day I've played this game. I haven't even gotten a chance to sleep on any of this. Um. I do think the game is very good, but I also do think that it just, it ha- I think it does miss on a few th- points. Like, I think it could right. be better, which may be just me nitpicking, but 
man, it's it's such a shame because you have a game like Tetris, which it sets up what's it's going what it's going to do and it nails it. Like let's say it's shooting from the three-point line and Tetris scores three points. Like there's no way it could do more because it's exactly what it is. This game is probably trying to shoot from the 10-point line, but it's only getting 8 points out of those 10. Now, compared to Tetris, it's getting 8 points as opposed to Tetris's 3. But there's still 2 more points that it could make, and I'm seeing that. And that does take away from me when you don't quite reach the ceiling. It's still very good. It's still on that 8. But, like, there's, there's 2 points that I see that... I don't know how much work would have to go into the game in order for you to get those points. I'm not, again, not a designer, but I see it and it's there. And that's what takes away from a game like this for me. I, I think I think I can I think I can concede to that mostly because um, I mean, I mean we're, we're, uh, we're, we're not designers, we're not developers, right. but we hear a lot about this stuff and something that developers are talking about all the time is uh, the at least from seemingly from my perspective the the biggest challenge for a developer is the management of resources when developing mm -hmm. a game that makes sense. and you're talking about shooting from the 10 and making an eight um it seems like it seems like a cop-out to say this but considering all the other factors that we're working on uh, the you know like the production and release of this triple a title mm -hmm. You know, there's there are millions of factors that are pulling into that, and I think if a game shoots from the ten and gets an eight, people give it the credit of a ten. Yeah, that, and that's, well, that's why. What's happening. Yeah. And that's why you, that's why you hear the kind of things that you're that you hear about it, and and okay, okay so like I think I, I think we're kind of finding your opinion together. Mm, exactly. like if you go into this. And you're expecting a ten, and you get an eight. You're disappointed because mm. you were expecting a ten. Interesting, right? Um, and you're, and the other thing is, you're not just a video gamer. That's you do other kind of games too, right? That's you're, very true. You're you're really into card games. I consider myself as well. an avid gamer of variety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 board games and and other and other kinds of games as well. Mm -hmm. And. I think there is a factor with as unfortunate as it is, there is a factor of managing your expectations with video games. Okay. That if you're comparing if you're comparing the, the, the mechanical success of this game that was developed in two to three years, I'm not saying you're doing this, but if someone were to compare this to like the mechanical success of Magic, which has been in development for, you know, how many years since it came about. Yeah, it's constantly it's constantly it. in yeah. development. Well this was a a more contained product, right, you know. You you can expect perfection from a game, and Magic's not perfect. No, but it's not. It's not. But that kind of game, you can expect a much closer, closer to the ideal mm. of perfection than you can with something like this. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, since you brought up Magic, um, something that is very clear about, very specifically, the development process. And it just so happens that 2015 is a great time to talk about magic development because they've clearly learned lessons over the last 21 years of Magic the Gathering being in existence. Um, they're constantly progressing the game and making smarter choices 
that make the game more accessible to newer players and more fun for older players all at the same time. But this never happened overnight. It was never one idea. It was one idea leading to another idea. And a lot, sometimes these ideas are three to four years apart from each other. But after 21 years, things finally start to um, snowball. So that's a great point for what you say. Two to three year, three to four year development process. Yeah, like if you're talking about a AAA title, like I don't know what this one was, but for a title like this, mm-hmm. you could probably expect like two to four years. At least, at least two years. Probably, yeah, like at least two years. This was worked on, but not more than like four, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. So and that's game, pitching it high. So you, whatever your whatever ideas you're coming into with this game, only have so much to so much time to mature relatively and what i'm asking for is like really the umpteenth of just directorship yeah and i and i mean making solid spot-on decisions at every angle and it's all and it's interesting because part directorship that's that's like movie talk it's a a little movie talk but you have directors in video game design you You do you have development uh, i'm sure you have uh designers called directors whatever you want to call it i don't even know um but i think uh just ah, i lost my train of thought uh but the point i'm trying to make is that this game right what i want to say is part of the job of the director is to make tough decisions so if i believe there was a point where they decided to make her completely um, invisible to enemies to take away from the flavor that might be a tough choice because it's so unrealistic and the player base might not buy it but you know what let's just do it and do it right and I think they did that and that's a tough choice to make as a director making these big bold decisions that you think the audience might not like because I'm sure I'm not the only one who assumed that enemies could see your partner because that just makes sense but once I figured out they couldn't, I'm like, mm, that's not realistic. And this game's very realistic. But it's a bold choice to make for good reasons. I'm not even saying they made a bad choice. I, I, I understand why they did it. Um, I think, again, I think they could have spent another five years and found a more creative decision. But, you know, what they wound up was with an A-plus game, according to everyone. So... I don't think anyone's really upset with the product. Um, Right. And so also, this is kind of going off the same thing, but also maybe starting a new conversation because mm -hmm. with this game, there are, there's realism and there's video gamey bullshit. Right. And every element of the game you can clearly put in one of those two categories. Yeah, that's fair. So her not being able to see him by enemies, throw it into video gamey bullshit. Mm-hmm. Taking magic pills to hear better, video gamey bullshit, right? Um, but, 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 but all the it's not half-assing any of it. Yeah, it's not it's not half-assing it really, but it's just to make a to make a video game, right? You know, because it is a video game. It's not um, it's it's not a movie. It's not a play. Even though um, it does feel like a movie at a, a fair number of points on the spectrum of game versus movie, like like. Tetris versus Interstellar, mm-hmm. it leans a little bit towards movie. Right. It de- and, uh, definitely does. And I think 
it's something that's interesting, and this is, I'm about to admit bias right now. I've thought about a lot, I've, th I've thought a fair bit about the future of movies and video games and what their uh, relationship is. And I think something that upsets me about this game is that one of the big differences between movies and video games is this mechanical gameplay interaction. Like that you actually have hands-on ability to control the plot. Movies don't have this. Movies, movies very much do not have this. Mm -hmm. um, and this game feels like... I've, I've felt like a lot of the plot points were just very cutscene-driven and movie-driven and not fully taking advantage of the interaction and the possibilities that it is a video game and can really in, invigorate the plot using more of those mechanics. That's my... That, okay. Right. <sighs> That's, yeah, exactly. That, okay. That's that, my that, I, that I understand, and that makes a lot of sense to me, and, and I actually agree with it, too. Um, which Amazing. are you know separate things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 makes a lot of sense, and I think I and I think I agree with that too. It's that it's more when you know you have these you have these video games, and when they go more towards the movie end of the spectrum, um, that I, I I don't even putting words in your mouth, but is that if it's moving more towards a movie, it's losing some of the essence of what makes it a game. Well, if they're if they're moving towards a movie without bringing without bringing the interaction along with it, then yes, you're just and that's that's inherent in moving towards a movie is you're leaving yeah. the game behind. Yeah, which would that that makes me sad just hearing that statement. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this was a fun conversation about The Last of Us. I think that worked out well for our very first topic on. <laughs> I, be I believe we're talking about tap. Tony the Alex Tony Pod Alex podcasts. <laughs> anyway, I can't wait to do it again. I think this was great. It was a lot of this fun. This was amazing. Yeah, this worked out really well. I, I had fun. I had fun. This is definitely something that I want to hear feedback about. I want everyone to tell me what a terrible person I am for saying anything wrong about this a a a a a plus plus yes. plus game. Please burn Alex at the stake. We, yeah, we, we we we've started a Kickstarter page to you, buy a stake. <laughs> you might have to get in line, especially considering it's already overfunded. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I want to know what other people think. If people disagree with me, maybe we can do like an epic rap battle style. Like, who's next? Who won? You decide. <laughs> Who like oh god, okay. I'd love to see. Alright, yeah. anyway, anyway, let's turn this one down. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time on Tap. See you later, everyone.